0: We've got podcasting. Just Just funny as hell. This is all over again. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. Yeah, boy! Only on 95.7therock.com.
1: Jeopardy James won the tournament of champions recently. Got yep. himself a quarter of a million dollars, 250 grand. And now Jeopardy is going to be doing the greatest of all time. The three best contestants in Jeopardy history will face off for the first time in a primetime tournament early next year. You know who's not going to be a part of that? Brad Williams. <laughs> he got luggage. Got luggage and some dove bars because he's a doofus and couldn't figure out anything on Jeopardy.
2: He got on Jeopardy. Oh,
1: what did he do? Jeopardy greatest of all time will take place over multiple nights. It'll feature Ken- uh, James Holzhauer yeah. up against Ken Jennings and Brad Rutter, who also had an epic run back in the day. Yeah. First contestant to win three games will be crowned an all-time champion, walk away with a cool million-dollar grand prize. Here are some of the top Jeopardy categories you won't ever see, Drew. You'll never see these on Jeopardy. Okay. Top Jeopardy categories you won't ever see: things Kanye West says that don't make you slap yourself on the forehead. <laughs> Damn you, you brigand! Uh, top Jeopardy categories you won't ever see: people who look cool vaping
3: for four hundred. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Who is no one? Ways to pronounce Buddha What? Booty judge? Bouddha gig. Top jeopardy categories you won't ever see. Popeye's chicken sandwich victims. <laughs> <laughs> people are killing each other remember, chicken for chicken dude it's a chicken sandwich did it just happened in milwaukee too somebody got beat down what? In, yeah like a bunch of people got so beat it's not just down south no 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 no. this is it's everywhere okay. it's uh, not go to quick trip you can get, you get a chicken yeah just, uh, I, I, again, I, I, I have plenty of chicken sandwiches i've never gotten pummeled make one at home <laughs> yeah. mayo and cheese and you're good jeopardy categories you won't ever see rudy giuliani gq covers <laughs>
2: sexiest man alive i don't think
1: facebook and google don't know about you yeah what's that i just had a thought about a new mattress and now i'm seeing mattress ads on my facebook feed how can they read my mind jeopardy categories you won't ever see here on the morning sickness roseanne's most hilarious tweets (laughs) sober mall santas yeah do you mind? I'm trying to eat my friggin' lunch. Is
2: Santa out yet?
1: <laughs> I know him. I'm assuming he is. I mean, Thanksgiving's late, so you got to mm. get an early start on that. Jeopardy categories you won't ever see here on the morning sickness. Few more. Uh, Game of Thrones actresses who didn't show their boobs. Very limited. Yeah. Very limited. They all did. Mother of Dragons. They all did. Highly admired millennials. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> Top Jeopardy categories you won't ever see. WWE fans with PhDs. <laughs> Aww, oh, <man>. Come
2: on. <laughs> it's well, real to be.
1: I love that guy. Reasonably priced beverages at Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. These are the top Jeopardy categories you won't ever see. Brad might actually do pretty well in some of these. Trump tweets without typos. <laughs> Hamburger. All right, Cofefe. Uh, <laughs> <Kafefe>. Overdressed Kardashians. <laughs> yeah, have yeah, never been a. Do you see what one of them made like 600 million selling her makeup line the other day?
2: I be, Yeah, it's a thing. I don't know how. Top happened.
1: Jeopardy categories you won't ever see. A couple more, Drew. Solid Dane Cook punchlines. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't Dane Cook the punchline? Uh, useful advice from Boomers. Okay. Yep. Okay, yeah, boomer. okay. Okay. boomer. Have okay, you said that to anybody, okay, yet, Drew? Boomer. You said that. They had to say that to anybody. I've had the thought. You're a millennial. Uh, Two more of the top Jeopardy categories you won't ever see here on the Morning Sickness. Shows that think they're clever for making you answer in the form of a question. (laughs) And uh, last but not least, top Jeopardy categories you won't ever see here on the Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. Award show winners who don't thank God. (laughs) Right. They all pretty much do, right? Athletes. yep. Award show winners. First and foremost, won't give it up to God. Helped me run really fast. Score a lot of touchdowns. Now I want a really expensive Starbucks drink, though. Ugh. Mmm. No.
0: The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think
3: it should have.
1: Now, you call a lot of games, Drew. Basketball, football. Mm-hmm. You do anything outside of those two? Baseball. You do any baseball? Uh, Baseball. If the team's making a state. Okay. Do you do any soccer? No. No. No hockey. No No hockey. hockey. Did hockey uh, a banana go? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let's let's do that hockey. (laughs) 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 But uh, bag on the glass. You calling games? It's a live feed, obviously. There's a lot of pressure, isn't there? Not usually any time for a bathroom break. Correct. What do you do if you got to release a little pressure? I'm not saying got to go, but got to release a little pressure. I think you know what I'm saying. What if you got to do a little toot? You try and... You
3: just, you know, you
1: just kind of fidget around a little bit. SBD? You try to SBD that bad
3: boy? Or I just down a half bottle of Pepto-Bismol and then I don't have to worry about it. Keep it from happening.
1: (laughs) Wear your special undies? Yeah. Yeah. Advanced plans. Well, somebody tooted during a uh, live interview on MSNBC. Congressman Eric Swalwell... Uh, was talking to hardball host Chris Matthews when it sounded like he ripped a big one. And it's not like one of those ones where it could be just some...
2: So uh, you just moved your chair around? Yeah. And yeah. Sound. yeah. Yeah,
1: no, this one right at the end. It's very loud, very abrupt. Listen closely. Taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help them cheat an election. Oh. Oof. It sounded like he legit lifted a cheek and let one go. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? That sounds... <laughs> Or, There's no hiding that one. Or someone put a fake fart sound in there to get him. Under the chair. Did he look under his chair? I don't and know. Make sure. I
0: fart in your general direction. But he,
1: he tooted, man. Somebody tooted. Either him or Chris Matthews. Sure it wasn't Chris Matthews? I might have been. We had the remote control one,
2: remember? Yeah. That we put... By the way, Drew, we did that to Peggy. Okay. And oh we stood goodness. outside the door. So funny. And, and would... Randomly, randomly
1: fart, fart noises. Would turn happen. it on and off. Right,
2: that was super fun. By the way,
1: <laughs> listen closely again. He told, I, it, "This is the sound of like a leather chair, right? Like an office chair, something that's got." I can you see know,
2: sometimes you have to readjust yeah, and it, makes, but, but, but
1: you now. you can kind of tell the difference. It, it, this sounds definitely yeah. like a fart. Taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help them cheat an election.
3: <laughs> he even stops. His word. Right. He stops talking as it's happening like, oh boy. feels it happening, something.
1: pauses, lets it go, and then... And then keeps... finishes the sentence. Well, credit like, credit to him if it was him the... for being able to get right back on topic. Yeah, yeah. Excuse me for one second. And then gets right <laughs> back at it. I'm back on the horse. Yeah, so uh, Congressman Eric Swalwell apparently getting shamed on the internet for tooting his horn on Hardball with Chris Matthews. That wasn't in the script. Yeah. We'll do it live. That's what happens when you do it live. That's right. People yep. got to fart. Happens. Just fart. I just I've found as I've gotten <laughs> is older. The internet just, ripping him apart about that. Well, I don't know if they're ripping him apart, but they're giving you know making jokes and whatever. Well, that part's funny. Yeah, because it's farts. It's farts right. are always funny. Right. Come
0: on, Gene. Let's go. And Shaw, giving you the best they've got. <laughs> no,
4: really. I just feel like I'm excited and I feel relaxed and I'm ready to.
3: best of them. And wow. I'm gonna go down to the river.
4: <laughs> wow, it looks like somebody's really relaxing
1: now. Ooh, so relaxed. Uh, whatever stove. <laughs> Morning Sickness, Brian and Junior on ninety-five-seven, The Rock. That is Bridesmaids, of course, Ooh. and that is number uh, 96, really low. 96 on the top 100 movies of the 2010s. AV Club, Website ranking the best 100 movies of the 2010s. So, okay, 2010 to 2020, they went uh, a little more serious for their top ten. Some of the mainstream mm, ones. Okay, number 96, Bridesmaids, Creed. At number 93, 2015, that was a really good movie. Yeah. Yeah, Apollo Creed. Yeah, Kid, no, no, I know. I rem- Rocky. Okay. That was good. I love, have you seen it? No, but. Number 83 on the list, Gone Girl, Ben Affleck. Yeah. Pretends to kill herself, hashtag spoiler alert. 2014, based on a book, right? Mm-hmm. Zero, Dark Thirty, 2012, number 76 on the list of the 100 best movies of, 2000, uh, of the uh, of so for the decade. According according to The AV Club. Okay. 12 Years a Slave, 2013, at number 67, 64 came out last year. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, a lot of people love that one. Uh-huh. There's a second one coming out here next year, I believe. I'm surprised this one isn't higher. Number 56, Inception, 2010. Early part of the decade, you gotta, obviously. Uh, you
2: got a whole decade to cover here, You got to pay
1: attention to that one. That one will get you. Now we, now we know. Uh, the reason why I said that about Inception is because the movie that... There, there's two movies here I'm going to mention, and they have no business being... Higher on the list. Higher than Inception. Than Inception. Number one, It Follows, 2015. This is a movie where if you have sex, some weird thing follows you around. And
2: then kills you or tries to kill you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Number 41, Magic Mike XXL, 2015. Was this the sequel? I don't, I guess, sure. A movie about male strippers. Yes. Number 41, where Inception is at 56.
2: (laughs) Well... They have a cultural role to play.
1: Number 35 on the list. These are some of the mainstream, more mainstream movies, uh, according to the AB Club, for their 100 best movies of the 2010s. Get Out, number 35. I was
2: waiting for it. I was waiting for you to say that. 35?
1: Number 35. Number 24. Those are rookie numbers. You got to pump those numbers up. Wolf of Wall Street. That was good. 2013. There's some cursing in that. That movie came out six
2: years ago. Cursing.
1: Those old people in front of me at the theater did not know how much cursing... It was coming at him Right away. Right off Jeez, was- he's snorting coke out of her butthole. <laughs> it's
2: not what we were expecting.
1: I, I tell you, in the top ten, there's a bunch of movies that I've never even heard of. Let alone seen. The A.V. Club ranking their 100 best movies of the 2010s. They definitely went more serious. Okay. Did not include many blockbusters or Disney or Marvel flicks, as you... Noticed? Noticed. There hasn't been any Marvel movies. Right, we... You haven't said Avengers once. Nope. Uh, number ten on the list: Lady Bird. Yeah. A movie about the Queen mm-hmm. of England. Excuse me, one second. Or think. Uh... Number nine: Phantom Thread, 2017. I've never even heard of it. No idea oh, what. it no, is. No,
2: Lady Bird's not about it. It's a, a teenage girl. Now I remember. It was up for a bunch of Oscars.
1: Again, this is the A.V. Club ranking the 100 best movies of the 2010s. Francis Ha. 2013 at number 8. Huh? I have no idea. I've never even heard of it. Number 7, The Florida Project, 2017. Yes, I've heard of that. Is that where they bring you back to life? Nope. It's a
2: guy in a... (laughs) girl. <laughs> a woman moves there with her daughter and I remember Shaw watching it and it, I'm surprised it's super the, heavy. I'm
1: surprised the billboards movie isn't on the top ten. Everybody loved that billboards mm-hmm. movie. Uh, Moonlight at number six from 2016. Again, I don't know if I know what that movie is. That Which, was a bunch of Oscars as well. The Tree of Life in 2011 at number five. Another one I don't think I've ever even heard of. A Separation at number four. 2011. I don't know what the hell that is either. Okay. The AV Club ranking their 100 best movies of the 2010s. The top three are, and I've seen two of these. Number three, The Social Network. That's uh-huh. the Facebook movie. That's the fit. Yeah. 2010. Okay. Number two, The Master. 2012.
2: Yeah. Is that the musical guy,
1: the piano. The piano Dude. guy. Yeah. Or I the drummer so. guy. No, know. which one's the drummer guy? Which no, one's no, Crash? We're both wrong. Crash is the drummer one, right? Which one's the? Is he a maestro? Nope, what we're the both is he wrong. Master? Is he Kung Fu? It's a it uh,
2: psychological drama. All right, I'm out. Joaquin Phoenix, Philip Seymour Hoffman, uh, Amy Adams, uh, Navy, yeah. World War II Navy okay,
1: veteran. All right, I kind of, I kind of. Uh, that's number two of the A.V. Club's 100 Best Movies okay. of 2010s. Number one, surprising, Mad Max Fury Road, 2015. Kind of out of the blue there. I'm not, it's right there on the paper. A.V. Club, ranking the 100 best movies of the 2010s. Mad Max Fury Road, their number one movie.
2: That Florida Project's got William Dafoe in it. Willem, Willem William Dafoe. William Defoe. Yeah, and Brad Pitt's in one of the, yeah. They're all very they uh, oscar They all
1: sound garbage. Uh, <laughs> Throw them in the garbage. oscar Yep. Yeah.
2: How, I don't mm. know how you do the mm. whole decade and you don't put a Marvel movie in there,
1: though. I, I think there's probably a Marvel movie in there, but in it's terms just not of at the top. these are the highlights that they gave us here. Hey, on the list. I didn't look through the whole 100, but you got to have Avengers in there at least,
0: right? You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more.
1: For a while there, it looked like the Dolphins were going to be the worst team in the NFL. Couldn't get a game, saved their lives, and they reeled off two in a row. Now it's the Bungles.
2: It's gonna the happen. Cincinnati Bungles. Happen.
1: Winless. And what do you do when you're a fan of a winless team?
2: I don't uh, know. Ask,
1: ask Lions fans. They know. You put bags over your heads, right? Bags? You don't go to the games? Remember they put the bags yeah, over your heads? I guess. The Aints, famously. Back in the 70s and 80s, the Aints. But what do you do? How do you get up for a game? How do you care about your team? How do you watch knowing that it's just going to be poop show out there on the field. Well, you have a big party, don't you? That might be one way to do it. Big party, a lot of friends, food, Uh maybe make it more about the gathering than the football game. That's what I'm saying,
2: I guess. Themed, fun games. What about
1: uh, living on the roof of your restaurant in a tent until the team wins? Until they win? Oof. Is this a warm place? That's what this guy's doing. Oh, it's Cincinnati. Oof. I can't imagine it's much warmer than it is here. Uh -uh. It's crazy. I know. And I'm stuck in it, and I can't get out of it No. Like, I'm stuck. <laughs> it's so boring, man. I hate not being around my family. That's probably the worst part.
4: Every Sunday, I, I've always said, you know, I've never, like, prayed to win a game just because <laughs> I know there's far more important things to pray for. But, you know, the last couple of weeks i am praying, you know, like, please let us win so Jeff can come down.
1: <laughs> I'm going to stick with my word, and eventually they have to win. The guy's name is Jeff Lanham living on the roof of a restaurant that he owns until the Bungles win. They are, by the way, the official uh, the first team to be officially eliminated from playoff contention. <laughs> Just happened this past weekend. But the playoffs are the least of his concern as he's now living in a tent on the roof of his restaurant trying to get down. He's been up there since October 7th when the Bengals lost their fifth game. Now they're 0-10, so he's been up there for five weeks. He spends about 23 hours a day in a very small 12-by-10 tent. Dude... Yeah. Meals are delivered by the restaurant waiters. Wife stops by to do his laundry. He doesn't leave. He doesn't get down. He, like, bathroom breaks, I think, is the only time he comes down. Uh, Tent has a heater, some snacks, a cot, sleeping bag, flat screen TV, so he can can witness the the Bengals. But the tent's not that small. Extending his sentence by being terrible. He says he only leaves the roof to shower. Obviously, go down and use the bathroom as well. Odds of him staying on the roof the rest of the season are pretty low. The Bengals have a 9% chance of finishing... The season winless, and they have some winnable games coming up. Let's take a look at their schedule. Okay, mm-hmm. their remaining schedule starting with this Sunday, the twenty fourth. They're playing. Uh, they're playing the Steelers at home. That's not a winnable game. Steelers are going to beat them. Here's one, December first at home. Against the New York Jets.
2: So, so he's only got two more weeks?
1: A, that's a winnable game right there. <laughs> December 8th at Cleveland. Browns. That mm, might be tough. Is he going to come home for, before the holiday? <laughs> if he doesn't get to that game, if he doesn't get off the roof by that game, it ain't getting any better for him in week 15. Because December 15th, they are at home against the Patriots. The Patriots are going to annihilate the Bungles on December 15th. Then at Miami, December 22nd, that might be a win. And then at home against the Browns to wrap up the season. Two against the Browns in the last few weeks for the Bungles. One of them's got to be a win. This poor guy's going to live up there until next year. Does he stay up there till next <laughs> well, that's
2: year? that's when you said he's staying up there till they win. That I mean, he can stop
1: after the end of the season. I don't know, can he? Yes. you got to assume this is going to turn out good for this guy, though, right? The Bungles are obviously going to hear about this. and I would hope so when get him they do some, win. Get and, him some nice tickets and take care of him, bring him you know, to the field. I don't and know. Meet some may not
2: be worth it, though.
1: It may not. But if you're a lifelong fan of the Bungles and you're suffer, suffering through yeah. this season, make it worth your while.
0: The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the... ...ethical content that I think they should have.
1: The correct Christmas outlet has a new name politically correct winter solstice outlet. You won't find tired Christmas decorations with enslaved reindeer struggling to lug around an old fat white guy at the PC winter solstice outlet. Instead, we feature Santa Human, a secular holiday person who is definitely not cruel to animals or little people, and doesn't discriminate, even between naughty and nice. And at the politically correct winter solstice outlet, all of our products are certified to be organic, made with eco-friendly, 100% recyclable material, biodegradable carbon Neutral, compostable, solar-powered, with zero-emission, sweatshop-free, fur-free, plastic-free, BPA-free, gluten-free, and cage-free. On sale now, pick up a box of gender-neutral gingerbread people only at the politically correct Winter Solstice Outlet. Being woke ain't no joke at the PC Winter Solstice Outlet. (laughs) Did that make you laugh this morning? Everything about that made me laugh, Drew. Santa's a jerk. Honestly, I I didn't think about that. Santa's a man. He's got some elves and some reindeer. Yep. They deliver presents, bring joy to a th- millions of children worldwide. And if you don't celebrate Christmas, celebrate whatever the hell you want to celebrate. <laughs> Ain't nobody stopping you. Get out of my face with your woke Wednesdays.
2: I just realized on my way to work this morning because I think we're going to get
1: our tree in a week from Saturday.
2: I think which we might do it the day. Everybody yeah. in Small the world is going to get their tree.
1: I was saying the same thing to my wife. I'm like, <laughs> no, maybe we should try earlier, you know, which I don't I like know, to do. But, but it's going to be Yeah, the, the fact that Thanksgiving is so out. late yeah. is really ruining Right tree thing right now. Ryan. Come on! Gene.
0: Let's go! And Shaw giving you the best they've got. <laughs> no, really.
1: And now, things that are more enjoyable than spending time with your family this Thanksgiving. Getting a root canal. Kidney stones. Washing your hair
0: with sand. Crashing on your bike and getting a road rash. Tearing your Achilles
1: tendon. And gonadal torsion. Look it up. This has been things that are more enjoyable than spending time with your family this Thanksgiving. Donatal torsion? I don't. Is that what I heard? Did I hear that? I don't even know what that is. Look it up. I'm. Just type in torsion. T-O-R-T-I-O-N. See what happens? Donatal. Nothing, so nothing so far. Not the list of that again. You know what that is, Drew? I don't. All right. We'll figure it out. By the way, uh, generally, politics are a uh, topic of conversation that you should avoid in general. Yeah. Not just at the Thanksgiving dinner table. All the time. It never goes well. No. It's it's not a thing I care about. Gene and I both had the discussion this morning. Obviously, we've been very busy with this canine thing. We, uh, of course, lost uh, Howard Glady, our, uh, our our amazing boss, this week. Yep. Um, so we've had a lot on our plates. Uh, so the, the impeachment thing has been way in the background for us. So we both discussed that this morning. <laughs> like, have you paid attention? No, not at all. But uh, the worst Thanksgiving dinner conversation, by the way, is not uh, about politics, according to a new survey.
2: The worst... Conversation to have with your relatives at the Thanksgiving table or at, at you know, holidays, yeah. okay. Uh,
1: well, yep. Thanksgiving in particular. Okay. Uh, the conversation topic that's most likely to lead to a family fight during Thanksgiving is I don't, uh, I don't know, Millennials long, versus Boomers, long, okay, Boomer, long standing <laughs> family tensions. So, something that bothers you from way you're back, you're on Sue. Who got you slipper socks medium? You know, I mean, mm-hmm. like that that kind of thing, right? right? Where it's been bugging you and bugging you, finally sure. unload. You have too many glasses of rose, and next thing you know, onsu's getting double barreled here. You're just
2: <laughs> going after. Maybe you have reached 46 the feel like of it.
1: people responding to this survey say they believe That's it will it. lead to an. Well, of course it will because it's a resentment thing. Yeah. It's a you know, you Deep-seated never did this or you thing. you know, or you mm-hmm. said this about me or you. You got drunk at my wedding and made an ass of yourself. But uh, longstanding family tensions, number one, 46% of people okay. say that would be the number one thing not to deal with it at Thanksgiving or any holiday gathering with family. General politics at number two, 37% of people. Uh, number three, very specific, the 2020 presidential race. So anything politics. politics? Well, I suppose I general it. politics, you'd be talking about the mayor or R- you know. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know me, I'll never miss an opportunity to no. throw him sure. under a bus. Uh, Someone's future plans At number four We don't care Yeah I'm not going to college man I'm <laughs> going to like Open up a CBD shop And uh, it's going to have Like skateboards and stuff man Well good Have at it You're going to fight about that? Somebody's I, future plans? I suppose You get you know Whatever Strict grandma and grandpa This is how over great there. my
3: life is going <laughs>
1: How about you. Number five on the list of things that would cause a fight at Thanksgiving, uh, according to a new survey, would be money, of course. Yep. Anytime a financial situation comes up, oh your brother Rick, who's why are at, you
2: talking about finances with your family at the Thanksgiving table?
1: I don't know. Ew. I, I don't talk about any of that stuff. I eat the food, I watch the football, and I go home as soon as humanly possible. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Don't don't get me wrong. I loved all those people. They're great, but it's like I can I me per an hour, two hours, that's about all I got. That's all I got. And then the meter's done. The meter has run out. I can't put any more quarters in it. It is broke, <laughs> and I have no more time for this stuff. It doesn't matter how much other food is out there. I love them. I love going over there. It's great. I'm doing a fran- I want to get there a, early. The Friends, because you then you be, can hang out with them all day. Eleven o'clock. I'm there. Yeah. 11, can we do this set a bar? Can we do? It? Can we just drink? <laughs> well, that's the other thing too. Is like I start drinking. And it's like, oh, what's wrong with Brian? Why is he? Well, because I'm hanging out. Didn't with my Did you family.
2: used to do that with like a turducken and, and yeah? You.
1: Back before I had a wife and a family. Ah. Now I gotta now I gotta hang out with these people. Uh, number six on the list of things that will lead to a uh, fight at Thanksgiving, Drew, according to this new survey, the behavior of the guests. Yeah, Drunk Brian getting out of control. Why is he got a shirt off? Oh, Yeah, don't wanna, don't
3: I don't want to host.
1: I will say that my, so my wife's cousin, Nick, and his lovely wife, Angie, yeah. I love them. They're they're great kids. Is she the mac and cheese lady? No, Lisa's the mac and cheese lady. Okay. Uh, which is really the only reason I keep going to this this holiday thing. The mac and cheese <laughs> keeps me going. Thank you, Lisa. <laughs> I'm kidding, of course. They have a hot tub, and their hot tub is inside of their three season porch that they uh-huh. have. And I've never actually gone in it, but I think this year I'm gonna bring the swimsuit and just go in it. Like with no questions. With asked, no, not just, well just normally everybody sudden, puts their coats and everything on top of the hot tub because it's just convenient. But I think I'm just gonna be the guy. I'm gonna I'm gonna, you're just going I'm gonna see what happens. You gotta open it up.
2: Wear like goggles and flippers. I think and stuff. I might
1: eat my dinner inside of the hot tub. <laughs> Excuse me while i yeah. Don't mind me. Whip this out. I could probably go over to Hot Spring and get a floating plate. They probably have some kind of floating mm-hmm. plate I can get. You know what I mean? Thanksgiving for me and the hot tub. That'd be great. Uh, number seven on the list of things that will cause a fight at the Thanksgiving table this holiday season. Drinking or alcohol? Yeah, well the- Yeah, that should be higher. Yeah. That's always that's an <laughs> issue. <laughs> and number eight, uh, similar to the Griswold Family Christmas, the cooking.
0: You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more.
3: Cop in Juinet County, Georgia was recently demoted after he crashed into the back of a woman's SUV at almost 70 miles an hour back in April. She ended up in a coma and still struggling weeks after the crash. And uh, the investigation has found that the officer was distracted at the time watching a YouTube video of someone playing Grand Theft Audio. Mm. Auto.
1: Yeah, not his first crash either. No. Not his second crash either. Not his third crash. <laughs> not his fourth crash. Not his fifth crash. Not his sixth crash. Not his seventh crash. His eighth while on duty. Eighth. At what point do you say, yeah. hey, look, this I mean, dude think, like, is after not three, be like, right. for the car. <laughs> yeah. Take him out of the car. Put him behind put a, desk. a desk. I mean, come on. We know we all love the cops here. We're doing a big fundraiser for him, but come on, but that man. That guy, maybe a horse. That maybe guy, the yeah. horse cop. e-scooter or one of those. Or bike cop What do or they call they those mean. things? They, they go around. Ta- Segway. Get him a Segway. Him not? Get him a bicycle. Get out him out of the car. What are you doing? <laughs> Eight. How many times does it take before you say, look, that Joe not. can't drive? No, he's not. The computer screen it. completely ruins his
2: driving
3: experience.
2: Yeah. Can't do it.
3: And he's not, uh, it doesn't say that he's being uh, suspended or anything either. He got a citation for following too closely. Where is this
1: at? Are they just not, they don't have enough cops or what? Apparently not. Well, they got one cop and he's it? He's the oh. cop. Oh, well. Hell, Fred Joel. crashed again. Well, He's the sheriff. He's there's the jailer. He's Joel everything. Again. Actually, if you're a citizen, even though you're paying for the taxes, you know, for this guy to be in a car and crashing to people, you might be, you might get lucky and end up with a suit, you know, a lawsuit. Yeah. Like, hey, maybe it'll happen to me and Fred I can. hit me again. I can, I can I cash in on the on. city's dime. You know
3: yep. what I mean? The woman is taking 500 grand from the county. Oh, of
1: course she is. Yeah. This guy didn't learn his lesson the first seven times.
2: <laughs> Stop crashing.
1: She's people. probably going to win. Yeah, of course she's going to win. Negligence. Dude's watching YouTubes, not paying attention for seven, eight times. What are you doing?
0: The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have.
3: Also, uh, Indian researchers have come up with a new possible male contraceptive, uh, an injection into the penis. Nope. It's currently pending nope. approval from the government. Nope. <laughs> nope. Last 13 years. Nope. Ain't nobody got time for that. And it's nope. telling
2: me about that? It lasts 13 years?
3: Yeah, last lasts 13 years. Nope. Many uh, nope. are not uh, feeling nope. great about their Ain't the nobody chances. got time for
2: that. Nope. So as opposed to doing a vasectomy? Why does it have to go yeah, right basi- into the penis? Yeah, it
1: basically is the equivalent it, 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 It's, it, a, it's uh, a chemical. It's chemical neutering. Of yeah, chemical neutering. Why do we have to do it into the penis? Why yeah. can't it go, like, into the hip or something? <laughs> Why is even into the even into the
3: testes? I mean
1: that would be great, but where in the penis tip to write the yeah the head? What are we talking? Oh, this has got to be fake. I know. Go on. I'm going on Snopes. This can't be real. Come on. This can't be real. That's not a real thing. Instead
2: of the vasectomy.
1: Listen, uh, India is. They're India. different over there. Hey, they can have it. I don't want that coming across the seas. Guys, you got people tattoos. having. This is why I build the wall. Build that wall. You got people, people having out of here. on their arms. I want a wall on the East Coast now. I want it all <laughs> over the place. Tattoos. I don't want people get them on there. No. No. <laughs> and That's a little itty bitty. Meme.
3: No. By the way, they are actually testing it in the U.S. No, they're not. <laughs>
1: yes, they are. Yes. What? What person is going in saying, <laughs> "Yeah, I'll take the five hundred bucks and well, a week off of work"? Surgery, otherwise with a vasectomy. Fine. Fine. You know how long they've been doing it? It's like he <laughs> do it to over March Madness. They got a joke about it. you put frozen yep. peas in your balls. Yep. But you don't, don't even deal. have to do any of that. Look at these You got a weekend off. Oh, oh, well, like- I can't do anything. I can't rake anymore. <laughs> I heard that guy on the radio said he raked after he'd got it's his second. It's like vasectomy. getting your tetanus shot. No, it's not like getting your tetanus <laughs> shot. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not even close. It's the tip. You don't put oh, it in the tip. No. Nothing goes in the tip. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. Ugh. Drew, you're with us, Drews. Brutal. Not in the tip. Not in the tip. Oh. Do you what put, where do you I push? can't imagine, like, Nothing, anywhere. No. I mean, <laughs> I didn't or is there something. is there a worse place? can <laughs> yeah, they just get a really long needle it goes from the back end? You can't do that? Not even, not there, maybe. Drew, you can't do it in the tip. No, I know. Come on, you know
2: that. You I know any, that. Have any other suggestions on where it might be able to go, Drew? Where else can it go, Drew?
3: I, I don't care which goes up your nose. <laughs> well, that, w- that would be okay, too, honestly. <laughs> that
1: would be a lot better, wouldn't you it? You it up your nose? Is
3: that where it goes, Drew? Yeah. Which goes up your nose. Straight up the nose. All right. There's that.
1: Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. (laughs) No, really. We saw earlier this week that Molly Crew (laughs) is getting back together. Some people are happy about it. Def
2: Leppard and Poison,
1: right? I'm not not one of those people that's happy about it. Of course, this all kind of got started not too long ago with My Chemical Romance. Announcing that they're reuniting, Rage Against the Machine. Also getting back together, the Black Crows, Doobie Brothers with Michael McDonald. Mm -hmm. If you ain't reuniting, you ain't cool. Yeah, just joining the club. Rolling Stone. There's so much money to be made, though. Hootie got back together, too. They said they weren't going to do it, but then they did it. They're back together. Uh, Rolling Stone offered up some odds on some other bands reuniting. Okay. Here's what they came up with. Led Zeppelin, the Talking Heads, and the Smiths, all at 10%. Zeppelin, obviously, I don't know about the situation with the talking heads and the Smiths in regards to how many other members are alive or dead, but we know about Zeppelin, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, Page and Plant.
2: Do, you can do some version of it, like.
1: Pink Floyd, 15%. I think that's too high. Those I guys do not like each other. 1%. 1% on the Floyd. Similar to like Van Halen, you know, those dudes well, just cannot I mean, get along. They no. Just, and you can't. By the way, Simon and Garfunkel, 20%.
2: I could see that actually.
1: I could see him doing a a, a, a couple of things, oh, a, a mini tour. Yeah. Not even a mini, like maybe oh. a couple of little dates here and there, you know, sprinkling a spattering. Big ones though. Yep. Oh, massive! It'd be massive. It'd be absolutely massive. Black Sabbath and Sonic Youth, twenty-five percent is what Rolling Stone came up okay. with for a percentage of reunion the possibility odds. of a reunion. REM, thirty percent. They said they would never play as without their full band, and they lost the drummer because of a brain aneurysm, right? Mm. I mean, he's yeah. alive, but they said they wouldn't play without him. Genesis. Which version of Genesis? <laughs> oh, I know.
2: I just talked Bowl about singers, this the other Peter night. Peter Gabriel,
1: Phil Collins. Are you getting them both? Do them both. By the way, if you haven't seen that Genesis documentary on HBO, watch it. It is incredible. Uh, 40% for Genesis.
3: Ooh, White see. Stripes, like 60%.
1: I can see Meg and Jack getting back together. Okay, whatever. I don't care.
2: And that wasn't that long ago.
1: Uh, The Kinks, 70% on that one, according to Rolling Stone. Those are the odds of them reuniting. Uh, This one, kind of a no-brainer, though. They say Ray and Dave Davies are already working together again. The Fugees and Oasis, I don't think Oasis will ever... Those two brothers, they hate each other with a passion, as bright as the sun. They just cannot. Well, money speaks. The Gallaghers, they can't do it. The Fugees, though, I can see them. Mm -hmm. They've done a few things, right? I think they got back together for a Dave Chappelle joint. And uh, the last one that mm-hmm. Rolling Stone figured out was this one. And there's a good opportunity that they'll get back together again. sync 80%. Do the dance gene.
2: You mean Justin Timberlake and friends? Is that- no.
1: No, it would be the four guys without Justin Timberlake. If JTT decided to jump on board, though, that number drops drastically. Uh-huh. They say 80% chance that re- they'll reunite sync will. I think the Backstreet Boys did a few years ago. My wife's seen him several times since. Mm-hmm. Now, the bad news, though, that's as a foursome without Justin Timberlake. When you add him into the mix, the probability goes down to 40% for a reunion for NSYNC, according to RollingStone.com. Are you
2: dancing to this? No, I'm just moving my shoulders. Who are you, and what would you do with jeans? It's not dancing when it's just your shoulders. It's that not- <laughs>
1: My feet and I'm are ready to party. My feet are
2: firmly planted on the With
1: ground. With the best of them. It's shoulders. All right. There you go. Everybody's getting back together. A lot of money to be made, man. That's the deal. Dude, those VIP tickets for the Black Crows, you don't even want to know. I looked into it. I thought what? about it. Oh, it was like 800 bucks a ticket. Shut up. Oh, yeah.
0: You're listening to the
1: best of the morning sickness. More. 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 Are you woke when it comes to dating uh, terminology, Drew? Oh, Drew, you need the tip, I right. Need Get it. a yeah. got a pen. I, I've yeah. got to be woke. You got to be go. woke because you're do. you're in, the, in this time. You're in the dating. pool. I am. You are. Here we you're go. Swimming around. Looking Get for that days. pen and paper.
2: Here we go, Drew. Daddy
1: Shark. Do do do. That's what you're trying to do do do. Yep. Right? Get right, the right, the pen Drew? ready. All right. You've heard of the term cosplay,ing right? Yeah. People go to these yeah, comic cons yeah, yeah. and dress up like their favorite Marvel characters, whatever it is. Yep. Wow. There's a new dating term for 2020 called CAUSE, C-A-U-S-E, playing, where a casual relationship ends, but the person eventually circles back to ask for a favor, like going to their band show or supporting their Kickstarter. 61% of people say that this has happened to them. Okay. Why do we have to give cute little nicknames for everything?
2: I don't know. Drew, that's not helpful for him. <laughs> no, not, really. that's Pause not,
1: playing. That's not a thing it's for It's a Drew. dating term. Here we go. 2020. All right. Sure. Eclipsing. Ooh, what's this? Where you adopt the interests and hobbies of the person you're dating and pretend you're always like them as well. <laughs> Isn't that normal? Is that a... That's my wife. Yeah. <laughs> not really. I mean, I you know, obviously my wife supports my teams. You know, for me, mm-hmm. she does not. Mm-hmm necessarily like the Red Sox or the Patriots, but yeah. he does it for me. I don't know if that's a hobby or interest, but 45% of people say they have done that job, okay. or uh, Drew, eclipsing, yeah. eclipsing. Uh, White clawing, here we go. Oh, this is, what's this? This might be the double woke of the woke century. Okay, yeah. here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> Where you stay with someone you find boring only because you find them attractive. 27% oh, of people. Of, have done of course. Yeah, they're hot. Only 27%. It's fun to show off. Could make my friends jealous. Yeah. Yeah, I can't believe you got th- Yeah, I got that. I got yes. it. I'm getting it right That's now. A I'm going to go home again. That's it. a
2: real thing. That's yeah. white clawing. Dumb,
1: dumb as rock. Yeah, they're calling it white clawing. Okay. That's the new dating term for 2020. White clawing, Drew. Are you going to white claw somebody? Uh, with uh, any, I mean, if with I, any
3: luck. If I can, I mean, you know. <laughs> yes.
1: Here's Cripes. one. Saw this in uh, Letterkenny. Uh, yellow carding. Similar to soccer. Yep. You call out someone for their bad dating etiquette. 27% of people have done this. That's
2: not a date. Calling them out is a.
1: Yeah, so like if they have bad dating etiquette, you call them out. Isn't that right. just. He just stop so calling out them. the other party or, or like a friend calling out you? I don't know. It's just called yellow carding. When All you right. call someone out for their bad dating yeah, etiquette, 27% of, uh, percent of people have uh, done this yellow carding thing. Okay. okay. And then last but not least, new terms for 2020 dial toning. Sort of ghosting, right? Yeah, yeah. Sure. Dial toning. It's like a preemptive ghosting where someone gives you their number, then ignores every call and text you ever send. <laughs> Isn't that ghosting?
3: I think it's ghosting. But
1: you it's 2020. Even, it's a new... You didn't even date yet, though. You just got the number. You got the number, and then you didn't. 60% of people have had this happen to them, oh. and 35% have done it to someone else. There you go, Drew.
3: So it's like the first time you meet at a
1: bar, and... Oh, yeah, here's... Yeah. You're supposed to wait three days, right? Yeah. That's still the standard? You would know, Drew. I don't know. What is it, three I days? I think so. All right. Drew... So
4: I'm going to
2: keep my fingers crossed that you're white clawing later tonight. Yeah. Okay. I hope you white clawed the hell
1: out of some people. Me too.
2: <laughs> I'm really. <laughs> Go team.
0: The greatest
1: show on earth.
0: The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have.
4: Okay, seriously, this turkey has been stalking the mail truck throughout the entire neighborhood. Oh, gosh, this is so funny.
1: And there he goes Morning sickness, Brian and Gene And that video has gone extremely viral Over the last couple of days The turkey attacking the mail truck And we did not know this until yesterday when we played the video But apparently that, the the woman, the audio that you hear there Is the uh, wife of Bill Michaels uh, Who is on the phone with us right now Sherry, how are you?
4: I'm doing great. How are you guys?
1: We're doing great as well. And I I was texting with your husband yesterday to get your number and make sure we could do this. And uh, he said in a text, companies from Kimmel and Ellen have called her as well. It's the fastest and most viewed viral video by a non-celeb in the last six months. Now over 10 million views. Where are you at today?
4: Um, You know what? I am pretty pathetic with this. Um, I, I I don't check it honestly <laughs> until someone tells me. I have no idea.
2: Well, you had perfect timing. Thanksgiving right. being next week, obviously, so that's nice that the turkey is making such a, a you know a presence on the internet for yeah. everyone. But so how how many days? How long was it doing this before you said this behavior or something? I got a video. Was this the, day one?
4: This was no. This is day one. I saw it. Um, he's been doing it for about three months, according to our mail carrier, wow. um, but more aggressively like this, the circling and stuff yeah, for yeah, the yeah. last month or so.
1: So for the last three months, this turkey follows Makes the mail appearance. truck around your neighbor. Is it just in your neighborhood? How many houses are we talking here? How long is the stretch?
4: Okay, so the stretches kind of have this circle um, and the the truck uh the sound of the truck attracts it apparently mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i don't know where he comes he's probably hanging out with his bud somewhere uh you knows? somewhere in the subdivision and uh here's the truck and is like oh there's my calling i have to go but he meets up with our mail guy um at the same intersection
1: has the mail guy tried uh, to make a peace offering to the turkey like some sort of food <laughs> or something like hey dude can we work something out here
4: no, and I think it's because he I, I think it's just gonna attract him more actually because um, it's been kind of um said that this turkey is aggressive. He's not at all and uh I wish uh a turkey psychologists could be found to to tell us what's really going on, but people are saying like based on his behavior it looks like he's really smitten over our mail carrier. That's i So what something I'm saying. is attracting him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So,
1: has there ever Thanks. has there ever been an instance where there's been more than one turkey where the turkey brings its friends along where there's a group of them a gaggle? <laughs> um,
4: not that I'm aware of. They're in the area, but that this is the it's only one that just this that, that guy. That a rogue turkey. Yeah, one it's just rogue this guy. turkey
1: just can't can't help himself. You know what? He's a dreamer. He and it,
2: wants to work for the USPS, and he's just trying to do some. You know, m- maybe he's an intern. You know, yeah. he's like I, I I could pull this <laughs> off.
4: I I can totally do this. Right. right. And uh, people's um ideas of what's actually going on are really actually pretty funny and cute. So we've heard in everything from, you know, it's the hum of the truck to this guy has obviously had to had to have fed him at some point, which he has not. Um you would know that by his defeated face when I talk <laughs> to him, he looks um, like Has the turkey I cannot believe this is happening
1: has the turkey affected the mail delivery at all because that's a federal crime you know when you're messing around with people's mail from the post <laughs> office right has
4: th- no I, I i think he has. yeah i think he's uh you know he's walking a fine line he's strutting a fine line how's that <laughs> yeah but um but I. Uh, you know i think outside of maybe taking an extra you know uh 10 minutes or so to do his route. It hasn't affected anything. I like you,
2: his tenacity. I really do. This yeah, turkey's really, in it for the long yeah. haul, you know? Do you know
1: if there's any plans by the Humane Society or anybody to, like, do something about the turkey so this guy no. can go about his business, no, or are just they just going to let, let bygones be guy bygones? just going to
4: figure it out. So far not. Um, I, I know we've been kind of contacted to say, Hey, he should be, you know, wildlife preserve and whatnot. And I did um reach out to there's several in our area. So I did reach out and say, like, what do you do with this? And um no one's gotten back to me yeah. yet. So they're just
2: gonna let him do his thing when he's done, he'll just go spend the rest of his time somewhere else, but right now he's focused.
4: Right, just exactly. Literally. Again, going back to the psychology, I wonder if at some point it's just going to stop, but interestingly enough it's, it's funny because this thing has gone viral. I have literally, um, I tell people it's like winning the lottery without the cash, and uh, as far as the, i going to get back to people, and um, and my kids are just like eye-rolling. You know, they're 12 oh, yeah. and 15
1: and my son
4: is like Right, my son is like um, So quietly and sweet He asked me the other night He's like, mom, do you even really think this is that funny? Because <laughs> <And laughs> clearly he doesn't Oh, and he's they jealous don't. That's well, jealousy not, That's know. jealousy he,
1: speaking That's jealousy He wants the TikTok he, fame That's what he wants <laughs>
4: Right. No, my 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 15 year old is like, yeah, mom, my my friends think it's cool, but they really don't get why it's so funny. And I'm like, you know what? I totally understand. Mm -hmm, Like, mm -hmm, even when mm -hmm. even when I see it, I'm like when I when I saw it. Happening at the moment, it was uh, hilarious to yeah. me as I watch it. It's funny, it is cute and lighthearted, and that's what makes it. I think you know.
3: Well,
1: uh, and I think we happy. can all. I think we can all kind of relate. You know, I mean, it's got the funny thing with the animal. We all love animals. There's no, you know, there's nothing terrible happening there. This poor guy, male guy, you know, probably you know, rain, sleet, snow, and turkeys. Now they got to add turkeys to yeah, the list for the post office and uh, just trying to get his job done. And this turkey won't we'll leave him alone.
2: And if this was April and it was Easter, it wouldn't be as funny. You got the Thanksgiving. <laughs> thing going with it as well, so I think that that plays into everything. I, it's a it's a nice video. It feels good, and to find out that you were a part of it and it was here in Wisconsin is super yeah. funny for us. So thanks for taking time to talk to us this yeah, morning. Yeah,
4: you are so very welcome. You guys have a great day and a great Thanksgiving. Right. come
0: on, Gene, let's go. And Shaw, giving you the best they've got. <laughs> no, really.
1: Beautiful day in the neighborhood And mm. dinner's this weekend, Shaw. Yep. What do you know about Mister Rogers? Well, it was a very popular uh, children's program for many decades, I believe. Decades. We, uh, I believe, played Factor Bullcrap, Mr. Rogers' edition, not too long ago. You did pretty well, Shaw, if I remember correctly. That was Drew, wasn't it? Was it Drew? It was Drew. Oh, it was Drew this week. All right. Uh, So here are some more fun facts about Mr. Rogers. Take these with you, Shaw. Fun facts about Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers. Okay. He once shivved... Captain Kangaroo in a she bar fight. He never shivved anybody. He <laughs> him. He did not. There yeah, was no shivving. He made a shiv out of a toothbrush. That. No, he wouldn't. shivved him. Never. Mr. Rogers, fun facts here on The Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. His death wasn't natural. Just ask Bill and Hillary.
0: <laughs> Ouch.
1: He was going to testify. <laughs> right. the deal? Uh, Mr. Rogers, fun facts here on The Morning Sickness. Playing the piano was his favorite stress reducer, while well, that and the blunts City always hid in the neighborhood trolley. No the, the blunts those, in
2: the trolley, no right shiving of anyone.
1: Hit him right there in the trolley shop. I wonder he was so mellow and always smiling. He was just chilling, man. He had to change sweaters, man. Top Mr. Rogers. Fun facts here on the morning sickness. He did not like profanity. Ironically, Quentin Tarantino does not like cardigans. <laughs> They're not no. very similar, no. We'll go together there, Shaw. Fun facts about Mr. Rogers here on the morning sickness. A 95-7 The Rock. This one's true. His mother knitted all his sweaters, which is something uh, he has in common with Mike Pence. Mommy, mommy made these. You sell the mittens into this one, <laughs> <laughs> Mister Rogers. Fun facts here on the morning sickness. He could uh-huh. sing you uh, every lyric to a Two Live Crew album. <laughs> album. Really, yeah, I didn't yeah, know yeah. he's such a fan. Yeah. Hey, we you know, want him diverse. He's got to branch out. You know, you mm-hmm. got a different kind That's of just on the weekends. His inspiration for the neighborhood of make believe. Was acid, Shaw. <laughs> <laughs> These are not
2: true statements about Mr. Rogers, by the way.
1: They're the fun facts. They're not right. true, but okay. they're fun. Okay. Uh, he did all the voices on the show himself yeah. and apparently made no effort to distinguish one from the other. Same voice all and, the time. You uh, change them a little bit a little bit uh, Nike once issued a line of Air Rogers sneakers <laughs> which uh, featured an ad where he ferociously dunked on Mr. McFeely see nice. now like, like,
2: I'd buy In those shoes I'd buy those shoes
1: yeah, I would buy Air Rogers I would you can't get very high off the ground uh, but I don't care probably pretty I'm not comfy. jumping probably pretty comfy. Right, on, right some critics believe he created a generation of kids that were coddled, lazy, and entitled or as they're otherwise known millennials ah uh, quit Lazy-ass, entitled, Mm -hmm. Millennial Shaw. That's not true. A couple more of the uh, fun facts about Mr. Rogers here on The Morning Sickness. He once boxed Joe Frazier to a 15-round draw. (laughs) Really? I don't remember that fight.
2: Down goes Frazier. You would have thought that would have been on television, but no.
1: Mr. Rogers, fun facts here on The Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. Last one, he uh, responded to every fan letter he received. Thanks, OCD. Speaking of millennials and Frasier, kind of a weird happenstance that this occurred last night. I was at the chill game, and uh, we have a new girl in the booth who's running the music. And I, one of the guys slipped on the ice, obviously, and fell. And I said, down goes Frasier. And then I looked at her, and she had no clue what I was. I'm like, do you not know where that's from? And she said, I don't understand what that means. And I said, Muhammad Ali, Joe Frasier, perhaps one of the greatest boxing matches Dude, of all you time. like, Howard you might as well be talking about the Civil she War. looked like she was going to... Sp- Spit, please! You know, spit pea soup at me. She looked like The Exorcist. Oh, come on! Why would she? Just not even in her wheelhouse. Had no clue what of I was course. talking. Of course. I showed her the YouTube video, and I'm like, "This is perhaps one of the greatest sportscasters of all time." Howard Cosell. Down goes Frasia. Yeah. Still don't know what you're talking about. This Foreign was, language. Yeah. I might as well have been speaking Chinese. Later. What was that in the '70s? <laughs> yeah. 80s. Maybe sixties. get out of eh, here. It was color TV, so it was probably in the late '70s, maybe early '80s. Pff, but what? Yeah. She didn't know what the hell I was saying. We've got podcasting. Just funny as hell. This is all over again. This is
0: the Morning Sickness Podcast. Yeah, boy! Only on 957Therock.com.